Wow. 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 So wow. Did you guys see what just happened <laughs> on the uh, podcast listeners? All right. Listen, podcast people. Um, here's how things are going to be from now on. Oh, tell them. We're doing it. in. It's in my house. But Daniel, our great producer, has yes. has stepped it up. He's come. He's here now. So he's in the room. It used to just be me and the bank. Those are tight. And it, and it created a really oh, tight, really nice uh, sexual tension that I really appreciate it. <laughs> but now it's just going to be me and well, whatever. It's not just going to be. It's going to be me, Banks and Daniel. And so we'll get more live graphics and more, more, more of everything. Hey, just more of everything. Um, um Can we? Yeah. What? Do, oh, let's talk. There were go. some complaints about last week's video. On Listen, YouTube, them were missing. Dem, here's what happened. Tell them what happened. It's not my you fault. came straight from your friend's house, and you're wearing no, Cabo San Lucas. Yeah, but you came. But yeah, you. All right, you didn't. You came from Cabo San Lucas, and then you stayed overnight at your friend's house. So you were wearing. You were wearing. What do you call? What do you even call what you're it's wearing? It's called vacation Mexican no, no, no. clothing, right? But what do most people call it in the world? Flattering. No, 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 no. What? But what the fuck's it called? It's not. It's a negligee. What? You're wearing a a, a night. A, no, it was a shirt. It was a bodysuit. Bianca, it that was a shirt. In no way was a shirt. I bought it. It's a shirt. It's. I didn't buy it in a place that sells underwear. It's a okay. shirt. Okay. It was an underwear shirt. No, it wasn't. Okay. It was brown silk or some sort of. It was black and it had a lace like hem. Right. It was basically a nightgown. It was. It looked like a nightgown. Sure. I don't know what it what they called itself. It identified as a nightgown. (laughs) Okay. So and and I don't want this ain't a fucking filth shop. I don't want people thinking that we're do you. This is we're getting echo because I'm I'm so passionate. I don't want people thinking that. We're doing this for, um, I don't want people to think that we're like intentionally sexualizing you. He wants no. to fuck her so bad. <laughs> I, oh my God. That's so First dumb. of all, this, this is what happened. I was wearing a shirt. It was a little revealing. And he was like, you know, daddy. He was like, you can't wear that. And I was like, it's either this or a sweatshirt. And he's like, wear something else. And I said, everything else in my luggage. That's the least revealing thing. I Which is incredible. Which said, it was it really hot. Yeah. Anyways, girls. Feeler, female feelers are going to back me up here. But anyways. But I don't want guys. It's don't you find it creepy that guys watch it for his eyes? I don't think guys watch it for for them. I don't think that that's there, but I don't I just don't want it to be like girls gone. I don't want any of that. That's that's over. That's like a gross overreaction of like a low cut top. Girls gone wild. I mean, Bianca, no bra. And I never lot, wear a bra. Right, but this was sometimes it's obvious. This last week, the 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 outfit that was too hot for podcasting. It was too hot for podcasting. I'm just and saying it had to, to say, be I understood where you're coming from, so I put on a gigantic sweater and I had nothing I had didn't care about it at all. But mm-hmm. you I resent the fact that 
you're equating it to Girls Gone Wild and like something inappropriate because it was I bought it at Zara. I mean, I, it was just a thirst trap. I'm not saying it's it just was a thirst trap in a show. It was just not where we're high minded individuals. I have a New Yorker subscription. <laughs> um, I have, I just don't think I that have Harvard friends that I need to answer to. And I cannot have I don't want someone to be like he's it, you have to also prepare for future scandal. Where it's like we get caught saying something that we say every week, but then they go, they isolate and go like, "Day," and it's a sec, it's a, it's a smut shop. You know what? I totally get that that shirt was a little revealing. I got it. And that's oh, why I put thank, it on. Thank you, thank you for after no, four I, minutes. No, no, no. I said it at the time. I get it, it was low cut. But I said this is the, this is the, um, most coverage I can get for in in my luggage. The problem I have is that I don't think me. Like girls like cleavage, guys like cleavage. I don't think it's like the show. The show is not revolving around my cleavage. I agree, but it was just there was something over. It was too. It was crazy. So my point is, I, I, I don't know what to call it, but I'm not going to apologize for it. But okay. I don't want. I, I want people to respect you for your your um your faulty disagreements with me. I want people. That's what people. I want people to remember about you. Okay. Is that here? There she was. She so had, you you got mad at me for me? Yes, I was holding you to a standard that you've forgotten about. <laughs> <laughs> the old Bianca wouldn't have worn that. Oh my but this God, fame has gone it. to your head. I know the, the fame. Feelers. This is what happens. She's was, been she. You're she was feeling herself, <laughs> y'all. You know what I mean? Too many. She feels. was feeling herself, and she. It's the oldest. It's the oldest story in the in the book. Is you fucking change, bro? <laughs> Can Let's I tell a friend of mine that he changed, by the way? A friend of mine changed a few years ago, and I and I want to say, like, hey, you changed, but it's we kind of, whatever. No, you can just say, like, are you good? Because you, you... Yeah, but it's like he was acting, like, weird two or three years ago. But he's kind of better now. Um, um, we're, on a, we're on an apology tour. Yes, we're on an apology. I don't know <laughs> if you call that an apology tour, but... Um, but we we are people that have we we can be taken a task. <laughs> yes. We will take ourselves to task. We'll commit we'll citizens arrest ourselves. Okay, we were talking look, a lot of this is about us talking out of our ass. But last yeah. week in particular, we talked about two things we didn't we had bad information on or we were what they call a low information voter. Bianca, go apologize too. <laughs> no, we don't have a graphic. All right, for that. so Sorry. two two people wrote uh, wrote notes. One of them was Chairman Rowe. Uh, B- Banks, you want to read Please. it just because the first yeah, sentence? A, I'll take a, it if you fall off. But I got this. Yeah. I've been practicing at home. I too felt a little nigga please at the idea of banning the Betsy Ross flag. We're cool. Uh, we didn't know ex- the extent of the Betsy Ross flag as a symbol for white supremacists using it. I stand by basically what we said, which is that's not Nike's fault and right. it's not Pepe the Frog and it's not the OK symbol. Those have been co-opted in a massive way. They co-opted the Betsy Ross flag. Even the examples they used were pretty obscure. Right. Like, oh, and like in 19, or I'm sorry, in 2016, 
there was an article in the Oregon something saying it's like, all right, so people are going to use it. I don't know what to tell you. I don't think that it invalidates the Betsy Ross flag for ever or even in this period. But it also gives validity to the co-opting of it in a racist way because it didn't start out that way. Mm -hmm. And if someone's just like, okay, we're taking, I mean, the Pepe the Frog was used by so many people before they took it over. It was yeah. not just this white, you know, supremacist, you know, hate group meme that everybody was like, you know, that's those are those white people acting up. There was a completely separate thing that they were just like, this is going to yes. work for us. So by running away from the the oldest glory and stuff like that, I think it kind of validates yeah well now they're really gonna run with it whereas if a bunch of black folks were wearing those sh it's just like okay what are you gonna do now it yeah. devalues it yeah just like a-okay i write a-okay emoji all the time right and in your white supremacist <laughs> group text <laughs> my, my. um yeah so i guess that's a mild apology that's a soft that's not a full-throated apology no, no. that's a that's, that's a, a that's a mild that's, that's a just, quarter just the tip Qu mm. That's Stop. just the tip of an Stop apology. <laughs> and then we got some corrections Damn. on the racist yes. terms, that the etymology of racist terms, which we're very happy about. This was from Kat. She said, so picnic derives from the French picnic, where each guest contributes an item of food. Um, Snopes rates your racist version as false. And with cracker... You suggested it originated from whip cracker, but it predates American slavery and can be traced to 1590s England, where it was used to describe someone that was a blowhard. Similarly, peanut gallery seems to refer to the cheapest seats in the house and a certain class of people, but the Einlon dictionary sources don't seem to concede that this infers a racial class to these people. On the 1950s TV show Howdy Doody, they referred to the area where children sat as the peanuts gallery seems difficult to believe that in the segregation era TV hosts would re refer to little kids as black, <laughs> little white kids as black. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. So I, I'm happy. I'm happy. Guess what? Peanut gallery. You're back in the you're game. Back in. Picnic. You're back in. Heebie jeebie. Heebie jeebies. I don't know about heebie jeebies. <laughs> heebie jeebies. I mean, heebie jeebies. No, I just set you up. I no, I know. Heebie jeebies is, uh, is, uh, I might, I don't really use it, but now I, now I might just because it's back. It, I can remember it. You know what I mean? <laughs> just to You know what I mean? Um, no, I'm really happy about Picnic because, uh, by the way, I spread the word so fast amongst so many people I know that yeah. Picnic was racist. Now your friends have been saying, hey, do you guys want to have an outdoor <laughs> lunch tomorrow? Which is like, ugh, come on. Come on, heebie-jeebies. <laughs> You're giving me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> um, okay, so those are our apologizes. <laughs> All right, let's uh, another segment. I made a dumb purchase. Dumb um, purchase. Dumb um, purchase. <laughs> what really stupid? What a dumb show this is. This is crazy. Okay. Well, Why did I buy this, Neil? There's the 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 bird revolution, the bird yeah. scooter revolution, the taking over your Uber area, scooter. Revo I mean, it's yes. And a woman died last week. I saw that. On a scooter. She was also like in England. Yeah, but that, uh, I don't know if she was in England, but whatever. I think you can still die anywhere. <laughs> you can, okay, um, 
I bought, I ordered a scooter. I ordered a wide wheel scooter that goes 30 miles an hour. I don't know why I get bored in this, in this, in this castle. You hear the echo castle. It's citizen Kane out this motherfucker. (laughs) And I get a little bored and sometimes I go, fuck it. I'm going to get a scooter because I, why not? Why not? I Somebody, just can't imagine you ever riding it. I'm with you now, <laughs> but I go get ice cream pretty regularly. Every day I go get salad in Santa Monica. I don't need, it'll probably be, I'm doing what people want, which is like, get outside, do something outside. You started the day with that. Today, Bianca shows up and goes, I, what'd you do this week? I hope you went outside. (laughs) Why? I don't like it. You're taking it a step further. I just like the image of you outside. I don't need the image of you on an e-scooter. Photoshop. Okay. Take an image of me. Fucking change the background. To catch. He's outside. Okay. There it is. There's the wide wheel scooter. So look for me on the streets. We'll be dying in the next three to four months. I feel like Um, that's just going to be my scooter in two years. Take it. I haven't used it. It's going to be my little brother from the Big Brothers program. (laughs) I've already got it. I have a plan for all these. Still his big brother? I I haven't talked to him in a while. No. Um, But uh, so that's a dumb purchase. Also, now on the flip side, I returned. The computer. No, I just realized the error of my ways because I was like, you know what, fuck it, I don't need that computer that doesn't have the internet. Go back home. It's awful. Yeah, and the guy tried to go like, well, Neil, I just want you to know, and I was like, I, I, guy, I already have one. Wait, I don't so need it. What was the aha moment that you did not need the damn computer that doesn't have internet? <sighs> there was no real moment. It was just you know we just didn't ultimately. <laughs> it just ultimately Bianca at the end of the day, it just felt like I just didn't need it. I didn't need it in a way in a way more significant than the ways I don't need other things. You're confusing me and I believe you. I just didn't I'm need it and I realized it and it was there was no fu- I was never I at least the, the when I get the scooter, I'm going to at least fake scoot for 3 days. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, that's how I get around now. Hey, it's Neil I'm on my scooter. I'll li- a new outgoing answering machine message. <laughs> Hey, I'm probably scooting right now. Um, yeah. Um, so, well, no, these, these, this show has replaced the videos. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, unfortunately. For <laughs> Don't do the video videos. people. So, yeah, so it's a, it's a yin and a yang with dumb purchases. Some, some are in, incoming, some are outgoing, <laughs> and, and hopefully at the end of the year, it just balances itself out in terms of monetary. I love that you returned the free ride. Yes. Free ride is back. Wide wheel is, wide, free ride, free, Free right out, wide wheel in. All right, wow. let's do some segments. Um, this is a what these white people doing, I guess. Kind of. I mean, it's less it's, shocking. Yes, it's, it's not a in politics. There's no. Real. It's not a a a. Uh, Daniel, you got the graphic. You got a what these white people doing. Uh, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, Okay, so Robert Foster, not the actor from Jackie Brown. Uh, Robert Foster, he's a Mississippi Republican, and he looks like Ted Bundy. (laughs) He looks like Ted Bundy and Doug Pound from the Champs (laughs) podcast. Um, Now, he basically, uh, a, 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 
female reporter wanted to ride along with him for 12 to 15 hours right. and see what his, I guess, day is like, or I don't know if he's running for office or whatever, but, and they, his office turned her down and said, basically the Jerry Falwell rule or the Mike Pence rule of, I don't want to be around a, a, a lone with, I don't want a woman alone with me and, or, an all male staff. Um, Wait, they, I don't get it. She, and or he, an all he, male staff. Well, I'm assuming it wasn't just going to be, I'm assuming he's a, if he's a co- state congressman, he's rarely by himself. So he's saying he prefers an all male staff. No, 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 no. The reporter wanted to yeah, ride, ride with him. Right. He, I'm assuming he has an all male staff. I see. And he said, I'm not comfortable being alone with this woman. Uh, he cited the Jerry Falwell rule and or the Mike Pence rule um, as his reasoning. On the one hand, I'm I'm 40 percent think that this is asinine. Right. And I 60 percent see where he's coming from. So I get OK, if I'm a wealthy man, here's what I'll say. And I, this guy's powerful. I don't I think that. A part of me, and and when I say 60-40, I'm not even sure where I fall on this. But if you're a powerful man, why take the risk? If you're a wealthy man, if you're a billionaire, why be in a room alone with a woman who can then say, you did this, you didn't do it, and you can't prove that you didn't do it? Why, obviously... Most people are not, most women are not going to say that. Right. 99.999. But why take the risk? I think the problem is, and we talked about it before, that it's almost the natural progression of this new era of Me Too movement. And, you know, like, let's believe women. Yeah. Let's believe all women. So well, believe all women. I don't know about, but But, that's still that's still something of a movement. I just mean like, I get it. I get that this is a natural backlash of believe everybody. Let's give everyone a voice. Let's stop silencing women's voices. Let's believe them when they say. Let's not just automatically be like e-lying bitch. Yeah. So on the flip side, it's almost a loophole in the contract. It's, it's like, a way for men to punish women. I mean, ultimately, oh, they're using this to punish women and ostracize women and say, okay. But well, in the name of. In the name <laughs> of what women want. It's okay. You guys were since we're since I don't have any rights in this situation because right. we're automatically going to believe all women and automatically not believe me. Why would I put myself in that situation? You know what it's like? Um my brother lived in China and he lived and he stayed a lot of the time in Japan. And I was like, oh, how is Japan? He's like, so nice, so nice. But he said there's a lot of places where they won't accept non-Japanese people. Yeah. And uh, they say... Uh, it's not onsen. It's a go- something. Yeah. There's a term for it. And he went to this restaurant and they said, and he made a reservation. He went there and they're like, sorry, you can't eat here. Because we want to give you really good service and we don't speak English. So you have to leave. Like, 
they put it in this way. Somebody came out and explained to him, like, yes. we have we have to give you the best service and we won't be able to actually yeah, give you Yeah, we'd the love to, but we'd we love can't. To. We're limited by, yes. And it's a little like, oh, that was the, that was a, a fuck you. It's but a flop. It's like. <laughs> it's a cultural flop. It's, it's uh, okay, this is what you wanted? All right. All right. Well, I've been on dates. I'll, girls will be like, are you going to make a move? And I'll be like, no. <laughs> No, I'm not. You're going to have to make it real clear that before so... before I will do anything. Like, so you it, don't even go for a kiss on the cheek. I will be very clear that I intend to give them a kiss if I'm going to kiss them. Uh, it took all the je ne sais quoi. Right, but I don't. And, and again, a, a part of me is being an asshole and a pain in the ass. Are you If you can believe it. I'm not. I, I'm just. Saying, like, I'm Louis and Aziz were not abstract ideas to me, right? <laughs> like, I know them, <laughs> yes. So, Louis and Aziz, is like, hey, you hear about those guys? Like, no, I no, they're this is... very direct. I, I'm very directly related to them, so uh, I, yeah, I, I'm very, um, like, hey, uh, you see, guys, you see that Keanu Reeves thing where he won't touch the women, is he being an asshole or is he being intelligent? No, he's not being an. I that is that I totally get. Just not. But it's the same thing, babe. It's the same. It thing. is the same thing, but I guess there's no. It's not like he didn't hug me, but I can't do my job with this uh, congressman because he's uncomfortable. That's a little bit more. Yes, I agree. It is. It is punitive, and it is. It is just following the letter of the law, Miss. Exactly. What seems to be the problem? Now, on the other hand, there are th- there are loopholes. I was talking to a buddy of mine who's an athlete, and we were talking about how there are female reporters allowed in when he's naked. The opposite's not true. No, male reporters cannot go into the women's soccer Wait. room, locker room, or and what? How how is that justified? That is actually wild if you think yeah. about it. Yeah, uh, and it's the same thing of they were female reporters were being prevented from getting scoops because they weren't allowed in the locker room and the guys were naked and um and so then they had to they they sort of fought for it it was i don't know 15 20 years ago and they won at the same time men don't have the right and there are different rules for also men. how about just no reporter in there when you're naked i, I of I, course sorry, okay no of course th- in the playoffs they don't do interviews in the locker room right. they do them on the podium so why just, is it yeah what's I know I, because I think the, uh, the probably one of the excuses is they're the press credentials that they that they allow for, there's just more coverage for the playoff games but at the same time eh, it's fine <laughs> I don't want people seeing me naked and I don't think that it should be on the players to worry about but but my athlete friend was telling me how comfortable he is naked around it's not even anything it's nothing. The whole thing is, I don't know. I think at some point we just have to, we're kind of almost going back to our fundamental men, women difference. It's going, you know saying? the word fundamental is the thing that I'm, we're going to end up with fundamentalist Christian values or practices from a different entrance. And because the thing that the, the New York Post pointed out 
with this the Jerry Falwell rule or the Pence rule that Orthodox Jewish people have had that rule for hundred as long as they've been around. Oh uh, yeah, no one cared. And also, Muslim people have a lot of segregation, and everyone by thinks the they're sexes. monsters. And everyone thinks they're monsters. Mike Pence does it. Also a monster. Orthodox Jewish people, not monsters. Although the left would have would say that we need to tolerate Muslim belief yeah, nef- because of nine eleven, they're an oppressed group. So therefore, we need to protect them, even though they have many things written into the religion that are that are run contrary to Western right. values. But what's interesting is that. Everyone says millennials, they're soft, they're wimps, but really they're almost just less, they're just more conservative in They are in more concerned with safety ways. and yeah. uh, personal corporeal safety of your, my boundaries are being, are being uh, uh, crossed. But you and, go back far enough and you will see a very... Maybe intolerant time. This where is the it thing mirrors that I, the exact the, same thing. You know the woman Camille Paglia. The, no. she was a she was a big feminist in the seventies and eighties. And I was watching some YouTube's ever the other day, and she actually said, in terms of, she said we fought for the right to be raped. Damn. Which is to what you were saying. It's like, do are you equal or are you not equal? Do we need do women need um, different rules or don't they? Because if you enter into a situation as a woman and say this guy did something weird and I didn't, I was too uncomfortable to say something, then you're not an equal. No, like, we're, I don't understand. The idea of equality. I understand that it came from somewhere, but I think the the way we talk about masculine and feminine and men and women and real and equal rights and equal pay and you know power of the pussy or what was that? Anyways, the women's march. It's all very unfocused, mm-hmm. and no one wants to say we're not equal. Or yeah, or that there are differences, or no one wants to say we're not equal. But we're but not. Part of it is we're not, but we want it's it's there's a built in contradiction to the movement that no one's expressing. No one's expressing. And the problem is which is going to be can, is cancer for a movement. Exactly. It's this. There's symptoms of the contradiction yes. that we are just like, OK, there's a fire here. There's a fire. I mean, in the end, we have to understand we're not equal to men. Men are not equal to women. Yes. And then go from there. Yes. But if you just keep saying, no, we're equal, fuck that. I mean, it's just, it's weird. But yeah, is- I have a friend who was running a business and he wouldn't allow for less than three people to be in a meeting. Wait, what? Wait, he oh, has oh, a business yeah. and he wasn't allowing less than three people to be in a meeting. Eyes. No, no closed door meetings with less than three people. It's like we're all becoming more yes, conservative. And, or, but now, yes, to. but it's for different it's for a different reason. It's not for God. It's for the <laughs> sanctity of the situation and everyone's protected. Very good and, point, Neil. Yes. I it's, love it. it's all for personal safety and rights and not getting cool. sued and not yes. losing your career, your, whatever. Your yes, castle. Your, yes. Yes. 
Um, the, which is why I had to wear a sweatshirt last week. <laughs> oh my god! Because I will not uh, be taken down. <laughs> I'm gonna take under you down my so nose. Hard. He forced me. He. I have emails of him telling me to wear something more fun next week. What did he mean? Um, okay. <laughs> All right, let's talk about. So, Lion King's coming out. This is controversial. This is controversial. There's a. Uh, we'll call it an unpopular opinion. We don't have to, but whatever. I have a more unpopular opinion. I know. Later on. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't <laughs> got to do these movies, everybody. This is for everyone in The Lion King. You don't got to be in The Lion King. Everyone goes, well, so-and-so. So fucking what? Beyonce isn't. She was in fucking Austin Powers 3. She was. Or 2 or what? It was, you know, it was 3. It was 3. Like, it doesn't mean... She was in Cadillac Records. She was... It doesn't mean... She Donald Carmen. Glover. She was in Carmen, a hip hop. <laughs> um, it doesn't. Fuck, you don't you. have to do these movies. You can make as an because the other thing about these Lion Kings and these Star Wars, they don't pay that well. You mean the people aren't making that much money? Yes. So the, it just becomes because they don't have to pay people. Same reason Woody Allen doesn't pay good. You, oh, Tarantino doesn't pay good. You're in the big ass movie. Yeah. This Our, gives- Tarantino, I don't know, doesn't pay good, but Woody Allen doesn't. Um, but he does fuck your kids. Um, I don't believe that or mean that. Uh, you don't got to do the Lion King. Just see it as another property. It's also these things. You know these movies are not going to be interesting. Uh, the original Lion King was based on. It had a, a true artistic spirit. I never saw it, but but it had a true artistic. You never saw I, the Lion I, King? No. Why? Because I'm fucking old, and it was a kids movie. When you I was were, an adult. Yeah, but how old were you? Uh, old In your enough. In 20s. Yeah. I, old enough to write my own movies. <laughs> like, I don't want to go see, like, a lion. Touché. Is there a cartoon about a lion family? Did you see The Little Mermaid? No. I haven't seen any of them. I haven't seen the old ones. I don't like them. Okay. I don't God, like narratives grumpy. for the most part. So, uh, as a, uh, I, what I will say to the, all these people in the movie is... You don't got to do it. You knew it was kind of shitty when you signed up for it. The script seemed awfully similar to the original, I bet. And John Favreau, an amazing fucking director. Why waste your time with an existing piece of intellectual property? People get hooked, hooked on this big time thing. Like, well, that's the top. What? There's nothing fucking there. A friend right. of mine, uh, his girlfriend is in, in, um, is in CG. Computer graphic animation, uh, uh, yeah, whatever, post stuff, and she's worked on. She was up for a huge movie that she didn't want to do, and her boyfriend, my friend, was like, "Why are you doing it?" She was like, "Well, it's the big time. Yeah. I can't say no. Say no. You can get other jobs. Sterile at the top, man. Yes, that's correct. It's incredibly sterile at the top. If you want to be a pop singer, cool, but." you're a pop singer and you're making pop movies. If, if you know, DiCaprio has never done a sequel. That's just for the record. Think it over. He hasn't. I'm just um, thinking trust me. It. He hasn't done a sequel. Like there is a way to do it. Denzel's never done a sequel other than the, the, uh, the, whatever the equalizer two, yeah. of course you had to do a second one. <laughs> um, so there is a way to, you can be a, a big movie star. You just don't have to do Drek. That is just like, 
I don't it's you're working you're just working for a corporation in a very but you're looking at it in a way you know none of the people needed the money if that's what you're going with none of the people needed the money because there's no money in it how do you know there's no money in it? I know that you know because I know I I, you just gotta believe me okay that seems like the biggest reason outside of recognition even the animated movies you don't get money on the first one you don't get money. Toy Story, they didn't make any money on the first one. Second one, you start making money. They ain't making it Lion King 2. So there's no... I even get doing the Emoji movie because you're going to get money on the back. Or you're going to eventually get money. And I, I also get that people do stuff so they're kids. And, but all these people... I mean, the one thing I, I don't respect like, every single person yeah, in really, the movie. And I don't understand why... And then I see the reviews and I'm like... They're not good, apparently. They're not good. Favreau did the the Jungle Book, which was also fine favreau is such a good director and is wasting it on on yeah stuff that's fine that at best can be fine i'd rather favreau make another maid or chef or make someone with some spirit but is a criticism because they're if they're going to make the second if they're going to redo the lion king Someone's going to be in it. But is the criticism really fall on the networks, the director, the people in it? I think they were going to cast somebody. So I don't care. Fine. So let them cast those people and you don't have to waste your time. You don't have to go promote it. You don't have to just waste your life force promoting what is an absolute piece of corporate intellectual property. But I think we always talk about famous people like they didn't desperately want to be famous. I mean, everyone plays it cool yeah. at the top. Like they just skipped and they tripped and they fell and now yes. they're, you know, George Clooney. Yeah. No, these people desperately wanted yes. this. So I do think that recognition, that whatever esteem it 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 goes with in their, like, I don't know, it feeds their ego in some sort of way. That is worth more than money. Yeah, it, it's feeling like you. it's a coronation. Yeah. It's a corporate coronation. I'm the queen. But just be aware that that's what you did. Okay. As long as you're aware. Beyonce, if you're listening. (laughs) um, Ultimate feeler. Yeah. Just know that that's what it is. It's not. There's zero artistic content for any. uh, Because apparently it's like a shot by shot live action remake. I don't get live action. It's animated. But it looks live. It looks real. And also, how is it bad reviews if it's the same story? I don't get that. Uh, because it's if some because they didn't do anything. Oh, it, so it's just like cool. You just made the animation better. Yeah, you just did a cover. <laughs> Basically, they did a cover of the Lion King. Okay, but they got new people. <laughs> they got new celebrity. Also, the fact that people get excited about someone doing a voice is like that's what's great about South Park is that everyone's famous. Um, wait, really no quick. No the, I love Planet Earth. David Attenborough, amazing. When they did one with Oprah, I was like, this is so distracting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't need Oprah to tell me about sea turtles giving birth. I just don't need it. Well, the, it's the, the, we used, when we were doing um, Chappelle show. Never heard of it. Yeah, me neither. And we would, once it got popular, then people wanted to be in sketches and we would put cameos in. And we realized pretty quickly, like, this is fucking corny because it doesn't Dude. help. It you just go, oh, there's Jamie Fox or there's so and so or whatever. It doesn't make the sketch. Do funnier. they ask to be in it? Back then, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting? I 
if you rewatch shows yeah. that had like a huge following and then yeah. they ended and you never got into them. Like yeah. I watched Oz a few years ago and after like season three, then you started seeing the cameos yeah. of like really famous people. Yeah. With, Friends you know, was a good example. I mean, Friends had Brad Pitt and shit. Right. Like that was massive. Yeah. You, but they, it's like everyone under five or guest be, stars or co-stars yes. and it's just like the thirst. I know. It's so corny. Like, well, you're not going to have a good, you know, who's got had the good parts in Chappelle show. Dave Chappelle had great parts. Right. Everyone else, Donnell did pretty well. Like, but but for the most part, you just want to be affiliated for what? Like, Schumer started having like Randy Quaid in sketches, <laughs> which is like Randy Quaid. It's just this it's dumb, almost funny. That's uh, actually it's almost so funny. weird. Like Randy, did did Randy Quaid mean a lot to you, Amy? <laughs> I don't even. I, again, I fell to this by this to the same. Uh, problem so i can't i'm saying it I, i'm as in guilty as she yeah, is in, uh, it's a silly it's a hard thing not to fall into but it's worthless it's it doesn't those, help you know those movies that are like new year's day and they have five thousand yes. actors and yes they're bad someone must really like i get very distracted if it's a good movie but there's too many celebrities in it i'm just like they don't mean anything. get out yeah but someone no one's making those movies if they didn't make money yeah, well, they, those 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 nearest day ran out of steam. Okay, cool. Um, so Lion King, uh, check, look yourself in the mirror. <laughs> check yourself. Cast, cast and crew. Look, take a good hard look. All right. So the bagel, the bagel boss, bro. Bagel, ba- bagel, Bo Baggins. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why is it okay for women to say, "Oh, you're five feet on dating sites. You should be dead." That's okay. It's so good. Nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that shit up? Everywhere I go, I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip. <laughs> That's the best part. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. <laughs> That's great. Only those three options. Dude, you want to step outside? You want to step outside? Huh? I love this because he really thought he could just rage his way through it and then someone want all right yep there we <laughs> go, go. go ahead attack me. You attack here's what me. you wanted all right good that's good all right that's good yeah so look it's great that i feel like you you kind of have a little sympathy for him i do have sympathy for for anyone making a stink in public is I have zero sympathy for unless they're truly <laughs> mentally ill. He'll, he's not mentally ill. No, he's just, um, he's just an asshole. Yeah, uh, I he does have a good point that if you're fi- a five foot tall man, <laughs> you're fucked because sure. y- you cannot get the touch of a woman because because prostitution's illegal and someone will fuck you, Bianca. No, Neil, yes, w- they- again. You, this is with, with someone who women love saying this. You have zero experience in this department. I'm five two. You don't think I get five foot dudes? And do you ever fuck any of them ever? No, I'm of like course a, not. I'm a of clam. course not. I'm a so clam. what are you talking about? I'm a clam. You need to I didn't oil me say, to pop me open. I didn't say that women don't get hit on by five foot men. You just will never fuck them. I disagree. I think you don't know what you're talking about. The one example you cited was yourself, and you said you will not fuck them. But I, there's plenty of six foot five guys that I don't fuck either. I'm not just like 
Again, that it's you've proven nothing. But I'm not done saying anything. Okay. You just keep yelling over okay, me. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Come at me. You want to step outside? <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Catch me outside. How about that? That's right. How about that? Um, I I just personally think it's your disposition. There are plenty of short guys, plenty of short guys that. You know, have sex with women, have relationships. We can't sit there and make a, you know, smallpox statement. And I'm not talking about, oh, you know, there's a rare few that do, obviously. I think it's a generalized statement. That guy's not getting fucked because he's five. That guy's not getting fucked because he's five foot. He's not getting fucked because he's a fucking asshole. Oh, he is a total piece of shit, that guy. But a lot of people, they get, they stick to their hangups. And yes. they become angry and they have a terrible disposition yes. and they have, they end up having these temper, whatever issues they get, they develop and then they blame it on a physical yes. trait. So many fucking ugly dudes get fucked. Not really, but I hear you. Yes. Go to the Midwest. I know you've been there. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, but no, everyone's ugly in the Midwest. You heard <laughs> it here first, guys. No, Small pot blanket statement. Put it on. Warm yourself up. Um, uh, yeah, that guy, that's a chicken egg thing. Cause he'll claim that he doesn't get laid because, so where, because why are you he's five foot tall because you're using yourself as an example and you're not an example of anything. You, you're, you use I'm yourself as an example that- of like, well, I don't fuck six foot five guys. You're, you fuck a lot of six foot three guys. <laughs> I would. That's. I resent the a lot. <laughs> I'm sure Anyways. you do, but you know who I'm thinking of. So, like, oh using God, your like up. that height isn't exa- a, a good example of short guys. You, women don't realize are really fucked because nobody wants to date them. They they're just I've dated really a lot fucked. of short guys. Yeah, five foot is pretty short. I understand. If that. You we can all say that it's insanely short, and you would never fuck a guy like that, and most of your friends wouldn't either. Fine, but the do you pl- think is what I just said true? No, five but foot. T- what's not? Who of your friends would fuck a five foot guy? <laughs> who? Listen, you just like, want to. You just no, won't concede I don't. the point. No, that's not it. I'm just saying I'm five two. So when you're very short, you end up getting shorter guys because they feel like okay, that's not that much of a stretch. Like two inches is nothing. So I've been on a lot of dates with short guys. Again, yes. And you're you're not you didn't sleep with them, Bianca. Let me finish. Daddy chill. Ew, shut up. So um I would say the three that I was physically attracted to, and this is five five one, five two, my same height. Yeah, it's not five foot, but it's not that much off. Like mm-hmm. it feels kind of like they're very short. Mm-hmm. Um Three in particular that I got very close, not too fuck, not like that, but I was intru- I was interested in, I was attracted to. All of them raged out on me at some point. All of them. Like, I didn't do something and then it was this short dude rage. And when I tell you rage, I mean, like, you, you fucked it up. Like, you didn't call me and I'm sick of it. Same thing. Not as yeah. crazy. But almost all of them gave some sort of rage, regret thing that scared me away. Yeah. So, I mean, this one, like, I'm thinking of this one guy in particular who's 5'1". I liked him. He was cute. He was Italian. Of course. We worked at Whole Foods together. And he raged out on me. Unnecessarily. In the middle of the street, outside of a party, all these people saw. 
Not fucking you, dude. Sorry. That and then, guy was fucking cooked out, man. Yeah, he was. And then he climbed up the <laughs> bananas and took a nap in the produce section? I'm not trying to argue with you. I understand what you're saying, and I think you're right. Most women are not. <laughs> that's funny. Most women are not going to fuck a short guy. Yeah. And, and they it's put it on infuriating. Dating. To you? No, to them. Oh, yeah. Um, but you're very passionate about it. I, because I think that women sell themselves as these altruistic... Uh, beams of benevolence and it's like no you're human beings with human needs and i don't looks don't mean much to me yes they stop it yes they do but no one sells women put on their dating profiles no short guys yes that's shallow no one's being benevolent there right but the women look at women as a brand Small just as a brand blanket. yes as a brand that's what i this i'm not saying you're not allowed to vote i'm just saying <laughs> i've noticed some things okay what have you noticed i've Neil? noticed that women are as full of shit as anybody especially in the realm of appearance when you act like oh no i just go with feelings and are shit no looks are very important and you have to want to fuck the guy and it's fine, but women act like that's like what well, I'll consider it later. No, you can. You're an animal, like I'm an animal. But I think when people say looks aren't important, that just means universal hotness isn't important. I don't need a pretty boy. They have, you have to find something you want to fuck about them. You can't be fucking. Igor. Well, that's. But most women want to fuck tall, broad shoulders. Uh, strong uh, jawline, strong, and yet somehow forehead, dudes, all the teeth. rest, and yet somehow the rest of the population that does not fit into the thing you just described are getting fucked and having kids. I mean, they're having kids; they're not getting fucked. <laughs> and you know the Chris's joke about ninety percent of women want to fuck ten percent of the guys. Statistically yeah. proven, it was statistically proven. Want to like fuck eight. and fuck are different. You want to fuck? Well, you—it's a different situation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. But there's a lot of guys want to fuck some type of girl. They have e-girlfriends. They love these girls on the internet. But the girls, you see their baby moms and they're they're quite normal. Uh, we got we to we hurry up here, Uh-oh. guys. Sorry. All right. Let's, um, let's go to, we'll skip the Mexican flag and Trump. I don't know if you heard Trump's racist and... Uh, uh, people are surprised. These he, this not is not him. a new operating system. It's just an update on the old operating system. This is Trump point nine one. It's not where is this coming? It's not. It's Here's the thing. It's not that people are shocked. It's that it's that another layer of mostly white people are like, no. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Now that's going like it's just a new. Yeah. Like new people brought in. He's just betting it's going to work. That's it. He's just betting it's going to work. I mean, I get it, though. He has to dig his heels into the. If you bet your. If you bet the house on the angry white vote. Yeah. You can't now court the Muslim vote. No, he's never going to get those people anyway. He might as well be racist. I want to talk about the fights. There were two big (sighs) fights this week. We have to talk about these. I like the one. In the courtroom. Courtroom was great. Courtroom was fantastic. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. So basically, two guys, mom was murdered. The criminal, the murderer was on trial. And they they jumped the fence. (laughs) They jumped the fence and and got after him. 
What do you think? Okay, one, both of the fights we're talking about in the Disneyland fight is black people, and it is too crazy. The Disneyland fight's too crazy because it uh, you could never it was it was trigonometry in terms of logic. It was crazy. I don't know, like this, yeah, like the like. This one's too crazy. Daniel. Can we not it's put too it? Crazy. Yeah, it's too it crazy. It brings me bad feels. Yeah. Because one, one. The, first of all, the lady taking a punch to the face and being perfectly fine. Like I'm like, dude. The old lady. Yeah. No, the, in there, one of the the Disneyland fights. She got like hit. Yeah, everybody got hit. Yeah, and everybody was still fi- like, I would have been on the floor. I thought you were you were real as it comes. <laughs> I thought you're you're on some some real shit. And listen, I just mean that. This. You didn't like. You thought it was a bad look for black people. It, look, I don't. I'm not. I, I don't. I coalition. hate to say what are these black people doing, but we this need was what, a are bad brown, week. what are these black people doing? I'm not. I'm not on the board. of The blacks. I don't. I'm not the no, head of the coalition. All of a sudden. All of a sudden. She's no. No. Board. I'm not. I'm not backtracking. I'm. I think I'm familiar with him. <laughs> no. Stop it. How dare you? I'm just saying that it's hard to sit there. I mean, there's 300 million. People in America, uh-huh. black people are what thirteen to eighteen mm-hmm. percent of the population, mm-hmm. depending on different polls. So it's hard to be like, "Come on, y'all," you know, because everyone well, does their own thing. Say, I mean, yeah. you're not. It's not uh, a. Look, it's not an extension. I mean, it's not like you're son. totally contradicting the what are these white people doing segment. There's, I mean, there. I'm not. Well, I don't think that black people are more likely to hop the fence and whoop ass at a courtroom because the thing that it reminded me of was that gymnastics documentary on HBO. Yeah. One of the the girls at the Nasser trial tried to one of the one of her fathers, a big white dude, tried to hop the fence and and bum rush the dude. And he got now. Here's what I'll say. His daughter. Will always appreciate it. He's going to yeah. do time. These guys are going to do time. If your mom got murdered, not like what do you have to live for, but that's a bit like, I'm going to, yeah, if I need to sit in a room for four years, I, that's a, that's about as sweet. They're not going to go to jail for four years. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what will happen, but I don't either, but, um, but you're sure that they're not going to, uh, I mean, four years. I don't, that, it doesn't good. set a good, you got to set a precedent. <laughs> I like, know, you but can't I have do people think hop in the turnstile. And for sure, but I think you can take into consideration emotions are high. You're of course, but the, it's it's involuntary at second degree, but it's not nothing. I would say worth it, and in the in all things considered, the sweetest ass whooping you can give. <laughs> right, you know you don't you don't walk away from that being like, damn, I gotta control my temper. No, that's like, yeah, in like, so you're telling me if someone molests your daughter, you're yes, yes, I'm gonna hop the fence and try to whip their ass. I would like to clarify what I meant though about the black people thing, about the Disneyland thing. I'm just saying that you can't control people. I have no, I don't know these people, you know. But at the same time, it does feel a little like. God, not a good look. Damn it! Why yeah. they gotta be black? Yeah. Why can't they be Asian? Yes. I don't need them to be Asian. I just mean you feel this sort of like uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's I feel like that not used my responsibility. To be way worse. In, what? I that used to be way worse in terms of black representation in media. It well, yeah, seemed like everything in was the eighties and nineties, it was all perp walks. It was all 
people wilding out. It was all just like all negative and ignorant. Yeah. And I think now it's, that's rare to me. Like, oh yeah, one of those things. And the, their blackness wasn't the first thing that popped out of me. You know what was interesting? Usually those fights don't make it to white internet. Yes. Kinda, and I was really Worldstar, surprised. Yeah. They like they stay in the world star world or you know yeah. these little like these weird compilation yeah. fight yeah. things. I was really surprised that one, everyone like Disneyland fight, and it's called Disneyland fight, not black people Disneyland fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's called Disneyland fight. I love that. That's like an improvement. Well, that's better. So there you go. <laughs> just Disney. It does. It's no longer no- <laughs> labeled black. It's just reg. It's human beings having a Disneyland. Fight. <laughs> Uh, it's really great. Black people, congratulations. Oh, my God. You can do ignorant Things shit without, better. and just be considered an ignorant human and not uh, a member of a specific race. <laughs> it's a huge, huge day. Um, okay, let's go to unpopular opinion. Come on, Neil. <laughs> people on Instagram, especially on Instagram, your photography is not impressive. There are people who will put like Leica, hashtag Leica, hashtag 35 millimeter, hashtag shoot real film. My phone can do 80% of what your your dedicated phone uh, uh, camera only contraption can do. So... Why bother? Your camera can take a good picture, but my camera can then order food afterward <laughs> or call my friend or meet a, meet a gal. I call them gals. Meet a lady <laughs> on one of the apps. My, my camera can do so much shit, Bianca, and take very good pictures it, you it to the idea that you're taking good pictures is about as, as 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 unimpressive to me as anything in the world right now. It'd be like saying I recorded some cool audio. <laughs> like why is that anything? I get yes, thirty years ago taking good ca- pictures was uh, something. Like I have a I love photographer exhibits and I have a bunch of stuff on my mural of famous photographers. Uh, but now. I couldn't be less impressed with with your photography because it, it's just not it's not that hard. Someone said, I oh God, I can't remember who said this bit, but it was saying how phones now are way better at um, way better at being a lot of other things than they are at even being a phone. Yeah, like absolutely. they're not even that good of phones no. anymore. <laughs> no. It's mostly all this other stuff. Yeah. I don't talk on the I I would never talk on the phone but for a few friends. Ever. Yeah, but for a few know. friends who want to talk on the phone, I don't even especially want to do it. No, but you're like, okay. Yeah. Have to all right, I'll someone. take an accept. I'll make it uh, you seem like a nice guy. Come <laughs> on in. You can come in. Uh so stop posting photos like they're impressive. They're not impressive. Okay, but mm, here's the thing. Go. I took a lot of food. I took a lot of photography classes in college. Right, be it back in the analog days. That's or, rude. Yeah, but back before when the most megapixels you get on a phone was two. Okay, uh, yeah. Thanks. I'm a little old, but 
here's the thing. So we had to take uh, photo theory and then we would do, we would have a lab. Yeah, it was all with film. Mm -hmm. But I'm really impressed by photographs, by the composition of photographs. And it looks easy, but a lot goes in. If you have really good composition, I mean, I think it's impressive. Like, I, I can't get I, it. I just don't. It's, it's. But you can't take good photo. You can't take as impactful of photographs as someone with a little bit more knowledge about photography. You're 100% wrong. You are 100% wrong. <laughs> you don't understand composition. I have. I, really? I don't. Like, as not, a commercial not, director, I don't you. understand okay. composition. Neil, not, it's not you, you. You said you. But I mean you as in one, like most people. You, one. Go ahead. Most people. I mean, you are a, you're a director. You yeah. obviously have composition. Yes. But most people can't take a very nicely composed photo. And I really appreciate composition because I'm not wrong. good at it. I think that most people can. I think that most, I think if you look at Instagram, most of the photos are pretty good. People can edit photos. They know what's good now. They've taken so many photos now. But these they photographers know. are just Instagram photographers. Uh, you want to hear something? Before seven years ago, I'd never heard a woman say, the light here is good in my life. But now women know good light from bad light. I've always known about good light. I just need to tell you that because me and my friend were really like, we were really self-conscious of our skin when we were young because mm -hmm. it gets like you when yeah. you're a teenager you're like greasy yeah. and like look yeah. terrible all the time. So whenever there was like harsh uplighting, we'd be like, "Fuck this light." Yeah, like, we were always in like, we gotta get it matte. We yeah. gotta get it fine. So That's, yeah, but I, again, yes, Bianca, it's not like there that are part of minor concept, exceptions right? to everything. No, but, but it's, it's really simple. Yeah, it's it's not. But no one cared before. Because no one was taking photos. Everyone wasn't taking photos all You're the right. time. You're right. People have ring lights. People have yeah. the... Like ring lights and, and backdrops and they know good lighting. Yeah, they, dawn, everything. dusk lighting. Yeah, okay. everyone knows it shit was. now. It's not that hard. Making a lot of sense. Uh, especially like celebrity photographers. It's like all you did was now get like, them there. Yeah. It's a lot less impressive. It's yeah. like the... It's more the after, the post uh, production on a photo that makes you a photographer makes you stand out now than before i mean now all you have to do is like let a light yeah. leak in or put a filter on it and that would have been very impressive in like the 80s or yes 90s. So, well, yeah, okay, fine. we're all annie Leibowitz. we're all ansel adams we're all it's not you just you don't need a class you just right. go i took i just bought i went to the iphone <laughs> store and i got so i'm a big photographer now. Oh. um so sorry photo people you know, I love you. <laughs> Sorry to all the photo people. Sorry to out all there. the people who think that they're impressing me with their photos. You're not. You're not. We have to tell you about a super new fun podcast from two incredible comedians who happen to be married. One of them, OG, OG friend of Mr. Brennan, Moshe Kasher, Champs yep. Pod. All right. Um, li listen, this is, I'm saying this. You're, you, it doesn't sound like, you just sound like, since we know our listeners love comedy, it's, you don't modulate your voice. I really, I don't think. You, I'm, like, no, you're not. You, it, you sound. It's one note. It's got to be like since we know our listeners love comedy. All right, all right, all right. 
Since we know our listeners love comedy, or should I say love, love comedy, we have to tell you about a super new fun podcast from two incredible comedians who also happen to be married, Natasha Leggero and Moshe Kasher, Neil's OG friend from yep, the Champs podcast. The, you may know him as the similarly voiced young man from the Champs. <laughs> which one's Moshe or which one's Neil? Their new show is called Endless Honeymoon Podcast. It premieres on July 15th and is a solid mix of stories they share from their own marriage funny game segments and hilarious conversations with callers in desperate need of love and relationship advice. They actually come to the store and they've done like a mini version. Well, their Netflix special is them. It's like they both do stand up. It's fucking it's, a great it's, idea. It's, like they should have done this so long ago. No, it's great. And yeah. it's interesting because they'd like, she'd come out first and then he'd come out separately. Yeah. They'd come out together. And it, it's the format alone is ex- just extremely yeah. interesting. So, um, search for the endless uh, the endless honeymoon podcast on Apple Podcasts, or click the link in our show description to hear more from Natasha and Moshe. Catch full episodes airing every Monday. Look, I'm pretty happy with the way Bianca just did that. <laughs> no, this is why Moshe has his own podcast now. It's because I'm a battle. Axe. I'm a battle axe. I'm an impossible son of a bitch. So Moshe, he found a landing place. He, he, <laughs> Where's he, my landing? Place? You don't know where are you gonna go? Where's my little bitch? Cat? Where are you going? I don't Moshe, know. because I'm so hard on bianca about her reading and her cadence and we just wanted to be better she, we don't want it to be quiet you're you get shy and you don't get shy it's not shy but it was shy it was shy it was, it was absolutely shy okay well um so yeah listen to the the endless honeymoon podcast they're both really fucking funny really funny moshe has some of the best crowd work of anyone i've ever seen and natasha has such a goddamn funny point of view dude it's so because she's like blue bloody and at the same time, owning uh, her like she's feminine like, energy. Yeah, she's just like, like she's like, oh, fuck off. Like, I just, she's <laughs> yes. great. So, uh, two funny people have a funny podcast, the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Listen. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> um okay let's Back. do some emails it's time to check that email that scares me sometimes this one what scares you the like beginning like <laughs> ominous i know it's i like it because yeah, it's, it's the guy's really out of key it's tom jugged <laughs> um this lady Doug Penny has a lot to say, and let's let's go. Let's do it. Um, I also want to know your and Bianca's opinion on people who opt out of the race to look perfect. I realized at 12 that the attention I was getting from adult men was creepy, destabilizing, and my position was not one of any power. I cut my long hair short, stopped wearing skirts and dresses, and felt an inkling of my power and self-determination return. I've consciously maintained this image to this day. I never wear makeup, tight clothes, or present myself in a sexual light. I'm not the woman men follow in the supermarket. 
Many men assume I'm gay, which is fine. Bianca seems to feel power and satisfaction with the allure she obviously has over men, over my dead body. Not surprising, she is very beautiful. I'm interested in your opinions of sexual power and determination from both ends of the spectrum. Should we just do each? We'll just do enough? one, yeah. Okay. Um, I made a very conscious decision at a young age to, and it kind of came from something internal. It wasn't like a, some defining moment, but I kind of, this makes me sound a little more manipulative and strategic mm -hmm. than I am. With Which it. you are. Go ahead. Anyways. But I realized there's power in my sexuality. Mm -hmm. And if anyone's like, you're not going to give me the power of my sexuality, I'm going to own my power and I'll dish it out when I see fit. You strike first. I you strike have a strike first policy and, and you don't wait for a guy to to check you out, look you up and down. Very good. You strike first. You, Very good you, with words. You push yes. them. You push them. Shut up. <laughs> on arms. See what you did there. No, backs, I did. I like it. Scrape. You'll scrape them. I also really wasn't. Uh, I was a tomboy in high school mm -hmm. and I didn't push my sexuality. I pushed my yeah. shit talking for the right. most part. And um, the best compliment I ever got was you're a good looking girl with the personality of an ugly girl. And I was like, thank you so much. Yeah. Because I had so little confidence when I was young, when I was in my teens, I really thought I was the, uh, like I just thought I was, that's what happens when you go through puberty though. Girls yeah. go crazy. So I remember thinking like, no, enough of this charade. I'm going yes. to own it. And I'm going to be in full control. So yeah, my titties are out. I like it. Do you, what are you in full control though? Meaning, well, because it's harder for guys to not see you as a sexual object when you when you have your boobs out. Yeah, so that's your problem, not mine. All right. Well, I'm saying you could cut your hair. <laughs> um, <laughs> all I'm saying is today. you could cut your hair and then you won't get followed in the supermarket. Okay. Whereas you'll go you when you go to the supermarket, you get on the PA and you go. Yo, I'm here. My titties are out. No, I'll be on aisle one, then four, then nine, then I'm, then I'm, then I'm gonna go get some ice. I'm gonna check out the magazines. <laughs> oh my god, no! But here's the interesting thing: it almost works in the same way, not the exact same way, but it similarly works to what she did because guys, okay, if you're walking by and you're the type of guy that would like hoot and holler or whatever, holler at a girl. Every time a guy does that, not every time, sometimes I get really annoyed. I'll stop and be like, what's up? Mm -hmm. When I tell you, they're like, oh, not, uh, turn around, run away from me. They think I'm crazy or something. You could do that with your boobs inside, though. I could, but putting my... I'm not saying they get, I get hollered at because my boobs are out. I'm saying that when guys are bestowing like, oh, you're sexy women are used to just like oh these fucking idiots just right. don't look but the moment you look back at them like hey i i know i'm sexy i also don't give a fuck about you yeah guys also they're a little intimidated if you strike first how you described it they yeah. aren't like it's not an invite you'd think it'd be an invite no well they don't think you're gonna say anything you're like an animal in the zoo it's like when athletes yell at people um the second paragraph's too much um this one i love neil this is still from penny neil have you noticed the way bianca quickly silenced herself and lowers her gaze 
when after stumbling on a reading, you very quickly take over. This, I'm sure, falls into the category of accepting friends as they are and as they will always be, the package as described. Definitely not a criticism of either of you, but after eagerly asking to read an email, she so quickly acquiesces. Is this because she is co-pilot on your plane, or is she not as assured as she would like to be? Just an interesting point. I find both of you witty and amusing. That was a read, girl. She really Penny. fucking went deep. Damn, Penny. This Penny. I like that you wouldn't you wouldn't stare a white man directly in the eye when he when he when he told you about your reading. You felt I didn't bad. notice. I know that's that's a great one. Really good observation too. Um, I want to know why you do take over so quickly. Because of I because of uh, because I want to keep it moving. And I feel like we could talk about it on the air. <laughs> we could talk about it. like I find the way you read. It's not even a word thing. It's that it's not. I can read. It's not that you. I we all know you're literate. No, I. Know. I you're reading at easily a tenth grade level. Fuck you. The, it's it doesn't sound like anything. You don't modulate your voice. I know, but it's all very. You know, I've had some emails that are like. Trying to give me tips. I know. It's so goddamn sweet. funny. It's, it's literally so like people reaching out like, Bianca, I run a class. And if you want to come, I'll give you the first <laughs> one. I would love to take you under my wing. Um, it just needs. It's just being more radio or podcast. Friendly. Maybe you should be a little more supportive, Neil. No, I, I'll, I'm happy to do it off the air. Neil and Bianca. I want to comment on Neil's thoughts uh, about how he claims if someone contacts him who is not skinny slash thin, mm. he tells them to move right along because <laughs> right it ain't going to happen. I believe 100% that we can't help who we're attracted to, but I want to say this. If I saw you on a dating site, I would do the same. Nope. And swipe left. I mean this for real. You are the opposite of what I'm attracted to physically, Neil. I'm attracted to black men and rounded facial features. I know that sounds odd, but it's an observation I've noted about myself. You are the exact opposite. Again, that's what I'm attracted to, and I can't help it. But after getting to know your genuineness, your humor, your intelligence, your knowledge and dedication to (laughs) anti-racism, ding, your understanding and openness about mental health and just your personality, your pure honesty. I can honestly say now that I would date you in a heartbeat. I'd even marry you. Wow, thanks. For tax, tax purposes, purpose. of course, because who <laughs> needs a piece of paper to prove you? Right? So I guess I'm saying not online because that's all about appearances at first. But in real life, maybe you maybe let your heart open a little more. When you meet a girl, that's not a petite little thing because if you met me, your heart may flutter just an extra little bit when Cupid's arrow jabs right through you. Thanks. Love you both. She thinks she got me. She kind of did. She didn't but because... She, it, she didn't because you still... Let's yeah, I that. still... You're still... Think about all the shit I had to do to get you to like me. Who? <laughs> this lady. Oh, yeah. Fucking... Netflix specials, Comedy Center. I had to write a TV show. You had to be just undeniably all the shit amazing. I had to do for her to finally go. All right, I'll fuck you. It's like when when uh, when black girls go. You know who I'd fuck? That Channing Tatum. Wow, you're not racist, lady. The fact that you're willing to fuck the finest white dude anyone's ever seen for a certain type of taste. God bless you for 
for your continued How is that civil racist rights and activism. Thing not like it because Channing Tatum's great looking. It's you're not making a like I don't. I, no, but then they're not being racist. They're just being what you're being. They are being racist if they'll only fuck Channing Tatum. <laughs> like I'll fuck. I don't fuck white toys except that one who's. But that's just what they're attracted who's to. Who's so exceptional? But that's like, just what they're. That's their. That's that's what they're attracted to. You're not attracted to big bitches. So does that mean you're sizest, and that means you're like we can spin it to sex or whatever? Yeah. It does mean I'm sizist. I, it means I you're would, sizist, but, but I people wouldn't. want to spin it to sexist and this and that. But it just like it just means that person prefers black, the way black people look. Right, and Channing Tatum because he's a uh, movie star of incredibly high status, excellent dancing, and has seventy million dollars, and has posters, and is uh, idolized throughout the world. It's not you're not really you're not even really talking about no, a white no, I person. I get your point. I'm just saying that that doesn't. I feel like we understand that like you are allowed to be as if it's for right. But I don't I'm not even white in this in this in this thing or I'm not even I she's basically saying you overcame your body, which is like, yes, lady, but I don't have time to do all that. And by the way, this content well may run dry at any moment. (laughs) Please not. So I can't rely on my content to get you to, I, uh, she spent, looks like 40 hours before she was finally like, Neil might be able to vote. That's too long. I don't have that much time to, <laughs> to sell you on maybe fucking me. You got to want to fuck me in the first 10 seconds or don't bother. Don't bother me. Um, don't bother. All right. This is kind of in the same category. Uh, do white men tend to not like curvy women? And when I say curvy, I don't mean overweight. I mean thick, size 8, 10. I have noticed that I'm attracted to white men, but they are just not into my body type. I hate to stereotype and think they all like thin, but I think I am received differently by different men, e.g. Middle Eastern black men hit on me more. I am open to race and ultimately think connection chemistry matters in dating, but I have these sensibilities that seem to align with me with nerdy white dudes. My personality would be someone who listens to the strokes and my body is someone who would listen to Drake. That's a really funny. That's really funny. Uh, what the fuck do I do? Can you share, share the male perspective? I mean, I think you got to go where the sun shines. I, I, I don't, I never, this is in some ways similar to the, the bagel bro where she yeah. wants a thing that she just can't, they have no interest in her. And I'm, she's not yelling at people to bagel. So she is writing to podcasts. Um, which, which is the first appreciate. step. Thank you. Um, so I don't know. I mean, but, I think you just got to go where the sun shines because you can't force it. I, I think as much, I think that taste is incredibly important. I, I'd never had a girlfriend that I had similar interests with until like a girlfriend a long time, a while ago. And it was a revelation where I was like, Oh fuck, this is so much better when you like all the same shit. Wait, you've dated girls that you're just like, I've only dated people that like, very similar shit. No, I didn't even. I I, I would get in so relationships with girls and and just feel like I had to stay in them because I had to be committed and had to get through it. That's just like peg round hole. It's like you just have. You're just like now I'm boyfriend. I'm an automaton. Yeah, I know it was super sucked. boyfriend. It, sucked. it was a total waste of my life. Damn. Well, Fifteen at years least you... of doing that. Oh, Jesus Christ! It sucked. No, it's so much better. It's like oh, it's like a friend you want to fuck. Yeah. Great. Yes. But um, what do you say to this lady? So, I actually disagree. I wonder what part of the world she's in, though, because, you know, come to the if you come to the coasts, come to death row, 
Like a nerdy white guy would love nothing more to, than to have a fantastic looking thick black girl. I'm not saying all of them, but there's enough. At least it's like in San Francisco. In the Bay? I, I, I you know, I know a guy who yeah, likes a white guy who looks like me and we likes thick up. girls. Like, I, and I don't know. I don't know if this girl's black, by the way. She is. Where did wait. she say that? Oh, I. Uh, oh, oh, no, oh. she didn't say she was black. Wait, she didn't? Are no. you sure? No. Um, oh, no, she did. She said. Uh, oh. If you can find where she said she's black, free Uber. Stop. Free Uber. Can I just like. Uber. Okay, anyways, great. Dead point. air. Okay, okay, sorry. Bianca's anyways, too strong-headed, okay. doesn't take Neil's word for things. Oh, my God. Anyways, I just think that a whatever the hell she is, I think there are nerdy white guys that are down for the different, interesting, off like the beaten path type of girl. I'm She's surprised find there aren't more websites based on like just Asian women or there just is. thick girls there are, or there not. Are. No, there aren't. There are no, there are no websites. There are. Yeah, there's, there's like, one that's just Asian women. But they're all like in the Philippines. Like they're not local. Oh, I. Yeah. Hmm. So there are no like thick or that guys can. And it doesn't have. You don't have. White girls have thick bodies. But this is the problem is because women want that. But they don't want to feel fetishized. So it's like. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's the same. No, but for example, like. You like. To- oh, okay. But they're not fetishizing guys when they want someone over six feet. Like what happened? What did I do to you? I'm not saying that. I'm saying. You're that- saying women don't want to be fetishized yet. So many women will tell you they just have to date a tall guy. But that's it's not a fetish when women like it. When men like it, it's this horrible fetish. No, I'm just... It's not you, but you hear what I'm saying? Oh, I hear what you're saying. And I'm not saying, so me. I'm saying that, like, we are focusing in on those type of girls. I know plenty of girls who are... The only people I will give to women, the only... Thing like that I will give to my friends about like only tall guys is my I have friends that are five foot ten and six foot. Yeah, that I get. That I get. Yes. And those are the But having said that, that still precludes bagel bro, because most women are over five feet. And and I understand a woman wants a guy taller than her, even though no one understands why exactly, other than that's just nature. Well, there's plenty of things that are just nature. Because it feels Protect. You just feel protected. Bianca, <laughs> we have guns and locks now. Oh my god! You don't need a guy and to a taser you. apparently, and have two tasers. One on the one for the car, one for the house. Hi, Neil and Bianca. Love your podcast and want to get your thoughts on appropriation, exchange of material or ideas. I mm-hmm. know you discuss cultural and that sort of appropriation usually, but I'm a researcher and I've been thinking about the appropriation of ideas throughout grad school. Two questions. First. Where do we draw the line and distinguish between appropriation, imitation, and general human herding? What is the difference between A, appropriation, and two, arriving at the same thought, idea, concept, because we were exposed to the same material, most humans tend to come with the same thing? And the second question is, appropriation bad? Do we get to own ideas? I ask this because Aziz Ansari Netflix thing just came out, and he has been accused of stealing other people's jokes around the NYC comedy scene. The tweet asserts, uh, quote, I would really encourage people not to support Aziz on this. 
He's done good stuff before, but reality is he stole 100% of the content in the show and then assembled the material poorly. Every joke he told is a bit he ripped from NYC comedians struggling to make what? it shameful. Blah, blah, blah. The guy has a whole thread on it, but it got me thinking about how my classmates and I would come up with these same exact ideas after reading the same literature about a topic. I watched the Aziz thing on Netflix, and he talks about current events mixed with personal anecdotes. When is it that, quote, he stole, and when is it we all read the same stupid shit on the internet? Um, I would say... What do you say think about the claims? Have you heard them? I mean, if if they're true, make a side-by-side video. I don't. I think that it's really... Whenever there's a Netflix special now, there's always an uproar about that so-and-so's joke, that so-and-so's joke, that so-and-so's joke. Here's what I'll tell you. Aziz is too big of an egomaniac to watch anyone but himself. (laughs) Aziz doesn't watch me and we're friends. Like, he doesn't watch... He'll watch Chris, he'll watch Dave, he'll watch... The people he has to watch. I've never seen him like hang out with. He's Aziz in the doesn't. Yeah, trust me. He does not watch other comedians. So if you if he has the same premise as people, that's a whole other issue, which is what this person's asking um, happens constantly, constantly. I'll think of a premise and then I now just Google it to see if anyone else has done it. Charlemagne texted me a joke a a thought yesterday that was a i saw on instagram two days before and and i just forwarded him the instagram and he's like fuck i didn't see that he's like thank god i didn't tweet that right like it's not that he's he didn't see he's not a thief he didn't steal it there are only so many conclusions you can draw (laughs) from from and there are so many comedians now that like Michael Jackson, you're either you either yeah. do the Cat Williams angle, which is you condescending motherfucker. Of course you molest those kids. Your your breath smell like little whatever the fuck joke was, which he did ten years ago. Or there's sort of the more Dave angle, which is and also the yeah that we'll call it the Dave angle, which is hey, those kids should be thankful that Michael Jackson fucked them. Hey. There aren't that many in between. Or there's also the Ian Edwards thing of like. I, I yeah I didn't if you watch that HBO documentary and um you still and you still love Michael Jackson you're a monster I for one didn't watch the documentary funny so enough fine. I heard someone else do that 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 I could tell it was like uh not a bringer show but it was yeah. a lower level guy and they did it in such it was way clunkier but I honestly didn't think he knew that of he course he didn't know I don't it, it happens as, all the time there are so thing. many so many uh, there there's only so many forms of stimuli and there are only so many ways to even in a non-linear way break it down okay as a comic what is the protocol for i mean okay joke thief is something you have to do pull a red band and you know make a compare yeah. contrast video really um i mean there's you know you'll you'll hear the rumors before it gets to that but Outside of that, what is the protocol? Because I know someone who's a lower level comic and just like an open mic comic and a bigger, I don't want to say names, but a bigger comic did a bit that that guy had been working on for a long time. The low, the the open micer was like, hit him up and was like, yo, I'm, I've been doing that joke. And the bigger comic's like, yeah, well, I'm about to record a special. I didn't know you're doing that joke. Do you, do you mind to stop? Can you stop doing your joke? Yeah. And I was like, "Damn, what do you do?" Like, what's I think the if protocol? you're the, I think if you're the, um, if you're the bigger comedian, give them some money, and not because you stole it from them, but because 
you're basically asking, even without accusations, it's just, you're just giving, it's like, hey, just put that away. Right. And I I don't think you stole it from me. I know I didn't steal it from you. Just put it away and here's some money for your troubles. Because you're going to make my, it's going to make the, the big comic look worse than the little comic. Yeah. Because the little comic just, by the law of the jungle, people are going to side with. Right, of Because like, we stole. You stole. Because it makes more God, sense. Because God, no that. open micers never steal. Um, so oh God, so, the, so you can say anyone stole anything. And, and within the guy's tweets, he said like, they don't want to go through the trouble of men. They don't want to. It's like, they're not going to hurt their careers if they say Aziz stole from them. I just don't. I know Aziz well enough to know. He ain't watching fucking jack shit. You know what's interesting? Did you see that email or that comment where they were saying that in Aziz's special, he's kind of doing Dave like a like um just yeah. Not, I, a bunch of people said that he was doing Dave in the special. What do you think about that? If you're I don't, touring I don't with someone, think, I, and, it's not from touring. I, Dave's a really fucking influential comedian. Like he is. Like he's like infectious. When yes. You're around by him. the way, he's doing Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so you know he's so, so he's got his influences right if it looks that direct i do a joke where i do a white person laugh and the last month i've been doing different white laughs mm. that don't sound like dave's white person laugh right and i always think like am i stealing obviously me and dave are close and and I know how to write for him and know how to write for his voice. But before I met Dave, I would make racial jokes that were pretty sophisticated. And and then I think, well, Dave didn't teach me how to write. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, in my case, I all I can do is not do him uh, in ways that I know are very him. Him. There, that when I do white person voice, it's real. He's doing. Prior did a white person voice. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Like Prior did it. So, I, I think people get biased toward the most recent person to do it. Right. I don't. But I also again to Aziz's to the thing of of his inflection or whatever. Aziz's inflection. I don't. Aziz doesn't strike me. Aziz always man. Aziz. Yeah. Oh, that's, I, he's always been talking like that. So. So. Mm. I don't think there's much you can do about it. I I don't. I also just don't buy it. I tend to same. I just, I just I think it's too easy to say. You know, so and so stole from this 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 famous person. It just depends. Dave somehow gets painted as a victim all the time, and whereas Aziz or people most of the time in Dave's position. You're not that Chris is a is the is an imperialist and Ellen's an imperialist and right. Seinfeld's an imperialist and now Aziz is an imperialist. Like you just that just becomes once you become an icon or or very famous or very well known, you you get painted with a worse brush. Yeah. But I I just don't buy any of them. And I'll, and you know if you if you make a video, you know you can do it anonymously. It's fine. You can get through it. Like, yeah. I, I don't, but we all influence one another and certain things are, you know, certain styles are just more effective human communication. Yeah. Um, Let me read one. Ta-da. Let me do it. I'm going to give you a short one. Oh, wait, that's the one. 
Oh, this is so good. Lost. Don't uh it's read the DM one. This is for the Bianca Reed. What song. number? Just goes going numbers. The DM. It looks like a DM. Oh the okay. Yeah. Oh my god, Daniel. This music. Okay. <laughs> Olivia oh, okay, No, nope. sorry. Just don't say her fucking this I is know, why i, I cut her started. off right but you know the rules i said sorry i've been hooking up with a guy in my friend group for about a year he has always wanted to keep it super secret which is fine but now he wants to actually date and be exclusive but still doesn't want anyone to know i think that's sketchy and i'm kind of over it but don't want to fuck with the friend group dynamic not an interesting topic, but I'm just wondering how Neil and Bianca feel. Um, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. You got bad toward the end. You get tentative. Uh, whatever. We'll talk about it off the air. But guys, <laughs> any help you can offer Bianca via email will be huge, Thanks. huge help. Um, uh, I think anytime a guy... Guy says, I, we got to keep this a secret. It's like, you're a piece of shit, dude. Piece of shit. I, I get if you can't, you both have something to lose, but, but. The wanting to take it further, yet not wanting anyone to yeah, know. That's like, strange. You're just being a fucking asshole. Yeah, no, that's a very weird sign. Yeah. And also guys generally don't put that much thought into things. If they like a girl, they're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. So the fact that he's like, let's progress it, but none of our close friends can know. Yeah. Wonder what else he's doing. Mm. Probably planning on murdering her. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I think the guy just sounds like a piece of shit. Whenever I hear stories about guys, I just think, boy, oh boy, guys are real piece of shit. And it's, I'm sorry that what women have to deal with. Yeah. We're a terrible match for you. <laughs> and you deserve we are we are, couldn't be less compatible for what women want and need it's true <laughs> um yeah we just don't we don't we're just bad for women yeah so so god bless you so run uh yeah i don't th- i think the sooner women i i'm also i had the thought this week that i'm surprised more female friends don't get gay married and what? and have kids in that, that regard because where's the um where's your toothbrush? Oh fuck, sorry. Thank you. I just did the thing. It was just inadvertent. I know, it was Guys, like, oh, interesting. I have a uh because it's so disgusting, I have a I think this is a tongue brush. You want to talk about Neil's dumb purchaser? Yes. That's uh-huh. far less disgusting. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh wait, what were you talking about? I got distracted by your oh. Um, uh, two women. Oh, gay married. married. Well, oh, sorry. I thought you meant married to a gay man. No, gay women marrying each other, saying they're lesbians, get tax breaks, live together, friends. You don't even have to live together. Madame's I, Monsieur. But the Daniel's thing- got it. Apparently, there's a clearance on drops. He's got it. He promised that he'd do <laughs> ten drops. He's, He's like, doing all of them good, now. Do it. I um, brought them. <laughs> <laughs> but what's you don't even like marriage. I don't like marriage. So but why what would I, but why women into, do? Women, women like do. marriage with the person they want to get married to, not that for the tax breaks I mean, or the else? protection. Of the protection. What? Protection of what? The protection of assets. But now well, I'm married to this bitch. 
Why is that different than being married to this dude? Because I, if we're homies, like she wants to move to France, I'm doing this. I win it big in the. Why do I? Why do I want to split that with my friends? Do you want to go into business with your friends? It's a business. It's a business. Uh, agreed. Why would you want to do it with a guy? Just because romantic you wanna, feelings. But no, no, we're not. No, you brought up something. Why would now you by it. that rule? Why no? By that rule, why would you want to do it with your what friend? What I'm saying, if it's a good, secure connection that women really believe in, do it with your friends. If you think it's a fair transaction, do it with your friends. That because was not your point at the beginning. Yes, it is. The proof that it's proof that it's not a fair transaction. Marriage is not a fair transaction. But the point we didn't we were not talking about marriage. You said I'm surprised more women don't get gay married. I was uh, being uh, playing devil's advocate, saying like I'm surprised because it's so great, and also women need the security and they want to know that someone they can get on someone's insurance, all that stuff. Um. Hey, Bianca and Neil, I was just hoping Neil could talk a little bit about working on the Jay-Z 444 videos. Awesome work, but I was just curious. Is that fun work? Do you get to work with Jay-Z or does it feel like more like doing the dishes? Any fun stories, interactions with him? Yay. Uh that's a good question. Uh, yeah, uh, that is a good question because was I doing the dishes? No, because I was making a documentary. Yeah. So that's the thing that I don't have a ton of experience whatever uh, rick james the documentary but whatever uh i don't have it is we i don't yeah. have a ton of experience with it so i couldn't say why you make me make a documentary um the having said that the work with jay-z was not very direct because he just has a whole it's, it's just, music people they're insane you can't even the get system's it. insane there's jay-z admittedly says he has so many layers before you even get to him and why, business why ideas because because he's because there's very big people that don't have that many layers they don't have albums they don't have they haven't made, been making songs about how rich and great they are Interesting. Uh, so everyone sees him as uh the an icon of opportunity yeah so uh, yeah. that part i didn't that feeling like I, there were times where i felt like the i was doing dishes in fact there was a whole thing with his manager. Then I've talked to her about it where I said, like, I would say, you know, in my country, I'm doctor. Because <laughs> they would be, like, so condescending. It was like, all right. Uh, the oh, the so fun good. part was Jay-Z playing me the album in the studio. I, t I had to tell him to turn it down. Oh it's black, so because musicians, especially black musicians, listen to music so fucking loud <laughs> in in studios. It's insane. Um I I would say white ones do too, but I don't know any white ones. <laughs> um, and it was fun to get to know No ID, who produced the album, and it was fun to hang out with uh, Guru. Guru. Did you see Beyonce? Beyonce, I had no interaction with. Did you uh, see her? No. The other thing about working on the documentary, it's on YouTube. Um, I really like was interviewing Will Smith in a long, good way. I only used little clips of it, but it was like an hour and a half of just us FaceTiming, which is awesome. And uh, who else did I talk to that was Aziz is in it? Um, this is two years ago. A couple months ago, I saw this is me. This is a macro me bombing in the VIP. So come on. I go to this restaurant that I will not name. I go there constantly and 
I've been there and I was, I go there four nights a week for real. You do. And then I went there with Ellen, got treated, started getting treated a little better. (laughs) This is after going there four years. Then I went there with Dave who they might as well have knocked walls down for. They flipped out when Dave was there. Um, Wait, what they do? Things were available that are usually not available, but just a lot of like, and they're so cool. Right away, everybody's so cool. Yeah, right away, sir. Um, And then they finally started treating me a little bit better. But I wanted to say, who did you think I was? (laughs) Who before I came here with Ellen Dave? Who did you think I was? So here's here's how little respect I get. This is a good. So I'm there by myself. Jay Z's there with. Uh, Coldplay guy, Chris Martin. Chris. Jay waves me over to his table. I go over and sit sit with them, and I'm talking to him. And uh, the manager of the restaurant comes by, taps me on the shoulder, and goes, "Look at you," which is like you That's condescending so motherfucker. Condescending. Like, Are you who did you me? think I was? Yo, I yeah. would have. No, I, I would have punched him in the face if I could. That is so yeah. fucking rude. Yeah. Also, like, you are number. You're their number one. They're number one. I mean, it's there's nothing good about it. Um, I was there. Did you say anything? No, it's just like, like what am I gonna like say? <laughs> Again, there's a there's a run on drop. There's a discount on drops right now. We no need one the drops. He said. Um, no drops. He's got it. He's got to get them in. Um, <laughs> the and then I was there pretty recently. Saw Jay again. Went over, gave him a pound, and I was walking away, and he was like, "Yo, man." You went and see my wife, and I turn around and he's just sitting there with Beyonce. Didn't look at her. Oh didn't notice my her, god! Didn't notice her. Corner table, right there. Could, for all intents and purposes, should I just didn't? I just wanted to get in, say hello, get out. And he so said, then he I went back, back yeah. and said hi. I was like hi, and then he was like, yeah, this is Neil. He uh, he he was around for the the four four four. That was a good and. And he, he goes, he's a comedian. He's pretty funny. And I go, <laughs> and I go, uh, I, and I was like, I actually think I'm better than that. You're right. I go, I think pretty I'm better funny. than pretty funny. Uh, and he thought I was saying I'm better than Dave, which God forbid anyone ever say. And he was like, no, 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 don't say that. <laughs> I was like, right. Wait, what? Because he said, this is Neely. We did Dave oh, Spell like, better than- I, was, I was like, I think I'm better than that. Like, he's pretty funny. He was Buzz my boss. And, uh, and, and then. He was like, oh, don't say that. I was like, all right. And then um, then there was just like me standing there. And I was like, I have a lot to say to both of you. But I realize now it's just fan shit. So have a great night. Right. And just walked away. <laughs> like, I just don't want to. I At this point, it's impossible. Ha- I'm friends with people they're actually friends with. We're not actually friends. It's like, yeah. hey, it's like- that guy. But, you know, it's not. Uh, like a r- actual friendship. It's like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Like, talk for a minute and right. a half. Um, it's like, uh, what did he? What's up, boss? What up, boss? It's better than <laughs> better what's, than up, what's boss. up, boss. Here, you know what was great about interviewing Jay is I got to ask him questions about uh, his songs, and I said, why? And people think they know this. Mm. I said, why did you start selling drugs in Virginia? Right. Why? I was like, why would? Why do that? Now everyone has theories about da, 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 why, and he told me why. Do you do you want to guess or do you want to just? 
Everyone guess think think about why they sell drugs used to used to mm, dribble down bored. VA. Um, not bored. The further you get away from a uh, port of entry, the more expensive the drug is. Wow. Yes. So going from New York is the main port, Miami is the main port, Virginia. Uh, doesn't have it has Virginia Beach, but I don't think that's like a drug port. I didn't know. It was so based on like logistics and yeah, economics, yeah, of course, yes. Um, so that was uh, that was fun. That I actually would want to do with him. Like it would be really interesting. Yeah. To just go, okay, what are you talking about here? Right. What are you talking about here? And the other interesting was he didn't know about three mics, so he didn't even know that I was like emo i was an emo comic right uh they just i don't know it just worked out um and the will the stuff with will smith hopefully will become more in the future because the interview is amazing um my question for you two today is do you think money is the bridge to the notoriety and preference that is usually only available to attractive people does a funny looking dude or fat guy with tons of financial power have access to the same kind of social preference and extremely attractive Trey Songs looking motherfucker who makes $45,000 a year make. That's actually what Trey Songs made last year. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, I've seen some very wild social accommodations made for attractive people that I feel regular non-attractive people could never access even with wealth and personality. Um, I think the hierarchy of the earth is attractive people on top followed by charismatic people, followed by rich people. Hmm. Um, and that is, you're still, you're better off being a charismatic person than a rich person. Okay, in my but, opinion, in my no, opinion, no, especially with women, uh, I think that you're better off being charismatic. I think the only consideration for women is looks. Here's the thing, though. For in terms of being attractive to men. Yeah, but here's the thing. As a woman, that model completely inverts the older you get because there's so many guys I meet that are fine as hell and bums. And I'm like, if it only it was 10 years ago, I would be down to waste my time with you. Right. But now, no. Can I tell you something? 10 years ago, you were more attractive too. I don't actually think that. Of course you don't. What what good would it do you to think that? No, I really wasn't. Every I I would bet you were, but I'll but I hear pictures. you. Yeah. Anyways, I hear you. But but yeah, women. I I think it changes by demographic, but I think I think you're right in that in your twenties, it's good looking. Yeah, that's what it's just age. I also effort. think in your thirties, you realize that charisma is generally used by men for manipulation people don't use charisma for good oh when they're too smooth i'm just like mm, yeah too beautiful and smooth fuck yeah. off yeah yeah like, don't try to waste my time but it's really seductive it's seductive but i i mean we're i'm i'm in general of course it's totally so with me it doesn't really work because i've just never been attracted to some, like I like, like, like mention it all. I want to know. I want all the dirty laundry up front. I don't like 
living in the mystery of like what's the dirty laundry i just want to know everything about a guy when i'm dating them so this kind of mystery you're in control manipulative shit just doesn't does not fully work with me i can't buy into it because i'm just like nah yeah you're hiding something um yeah it's a little defense i think what you end up wanting is a little bit of all those things you want someone who's pretty good looking pretty charismatic and pretty pretty has it makes a good living Sure. I mean, I think everybody, but as you get older, you understand the limitations and that, you know, might not be the case. And everyone has the charming, good looking bum in their past. Maybe not a bum, but some. No, yeah, they're around. probably bums. Yeah, they're probably bums. Um, and if you get it, if you're lucky enough not to have a baby with them and get them out of your system, then yeah, but you don't you're gonna, do it again. But you are definitely going to get them in your system at some point. Oh, they'll be in there. Oh, God. <laughs> no condom in your system what? no condom no bag tripping number eight our final email of the day hey guys I was recently at a public pool here in Denver with my two year old son although Denver is pretty liberal white city I live in a predominantly Hispanic neighborhood I heard a probably 10 year old boy call his friend a faggot while throwing a ball in the pool I went over and told him not to use that word anymore he gave me attitude and said you tripping and that he didn't say anything wrong. So my question is this. Has anything actually changed or only with 40-year-old white guys? Is this a cultural <laughs> problem that exists, that still exists in African-American and Hispanic culture? Or is it a class issue or educational problem? My wife told me it's not my job to parent these kids. But I feel like if no one else tells them it's wrong, nothing will change. How do you feel about this issue? Uh, I think... That people still say that word, the F word. I'll say it just so that people can't use this against me. Yeah. Protect you. The that. funny thing is, I did I tell you about the conversation I had with Kevin Hart? So, so we had a conversation about a thing and we were talking about hot button uh, hot button words right yeah he would say n-i-g-g-e-r but then he would call f-a-g the f word oh yeah you did tell me about this yeah on the on the flip side in this conversation i would say f-a-g-g-o-t but i would say the n-word interesting that you're spelling it i know because i don't know how else to do it uh, right. Okay. No, um, that makes I sense. don't. I, I look. Some. You, whatever. I said faggot in my stand-up, so I don't even know what I'm doing this. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. So I would say faggot in this in in a conversation with a friend of mine, but I would not say the n-word with Kevin, even though there are other black dudes which whom I would say the n-word. You know, it's weird. It's starting to get confusing because it's like some people feel more comfortable saying faggot than nigga or nigger or whatever, yeah. even if you're talking about that. Yes. Whereas, like, I don't think you're that comfortable saying nigga or nigger. I mean, I, mean, I won't say it on the pot. I mean, I said it in my stand-up. No, I just no, no, feel I like at this it's point, not... it's it's I, it's too much trouble. And I don't mean exactly. like, oh, it's such a, you no, black no, no. people made it so no, it's impossible. True. It's just a lot. It it's, just takes a lot. It takes a lot. And it takes it's a like lot of energy. no one's winning. Yeah. Almost. Exactly. So better off just saying F word yeah. and N word and yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Wait, sorry, continue. But wait, wait, still, wait. I said the N-word, the actual, the N-I-G-G-R-R, 
I said that in my stand up. So I, but I won't say it now, but I will say, I said faggot my stand up and I will say it now on the podcast because that's where we are. Okay. <laughs> that's just what, that's just like, I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, I could get into why, but. Well, the weird thing is, I mean, would, do you think if you hear kids using like some type of slurs, I personally think two things. One, when you're a kid, you just got to get these things out of your system a little bit. Like I said gay for something bad growing up. Like I said these things. Plenty of white kids say We said niggers. faggot like, so much in our backyard growing up. It sounded like a hate crime was happening. <laughs> no. It was, in, it was crazy. the That's number crazy one word. word. Really? Faggot? Constantly. Constantly. Tommy's acting like a faggot. Peter's acting like but a faggot. Fa- gut? You're acting like a the faggot. gut part or fag? Faggot. That's, oh. I mean, that's just the time. Oh, yeah. That's the amount we would use. And we didn't mean like, oh, he likes anal sex. We just meant no. he's acting different. Yeah. And like a woman. Not like playing, a way that I like. Yeah. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, but that's the thing. I do think there's a natural thing that happens with kids. These words are, uh, yes. And I also think culturally, these words are settling. Mm. Like they're slowly, it's like hip hop, the M word, ah, and then white people are like, can we, there was like a discussion and the, like they're settling in terms of their like finding their full time position. Right. And I think faggot is <laughs> definitely, or like Mulaney's joke about you can say retard, but not the N word. Like, right. like, well, no one you're saying and one you're calling the N word. There's clearly right. a difference between those two words. I clearly still think there's a difference between the N-word and faggot. Yeah. Even though in two years, my prediction is I won't. <laughs> and I'm that's why and I'm getting them out of my system now. Because I'm, I'm going to have a blast these next two years. But Watch out. I remember I was at somebody's house. I think it was like Jeff threw a party or something. Mm-hmm. And he has this Rose thing. Master General Jeff Ross. <laughs> and he has a thing where you can just choose the music it's like if you yeah. download an app you can just pick all yep. right yep. i choose and i was in a i was in a jacuzzi full of very beautiful white women and someone put on this story of oj mm-hmm. and i was like nope like change the oh that was fun when jay-z played me the story of oj i i said uh boy this is gonna be a hard song to do on carpool karaoke <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's true and then they were like I, someone was like, oh, I love it. And I literally looked at the other brown person in the pool and I was like, absolutely not. And I'm not that sensitive. I'm not. On this podcast, we talk about it. I don't even think that were they going to sing it? Were they going to sing it? Do you think? They were like the pool got hyped, which was weird. I was like, sorry. It's kind you. of a melancholy it's song. A mel- so and it says like, yeah. old nigga, young. I'm like, yeah. I just in my head, I was like, nah, I don't want to do it. Like I'm no, at a yeah, party. We're not, yeah, not now. I just I want to play party music. Why yeah. do we have to play? And then I was like, honestly, we're not listening to the song. And everyone got so. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, and then one girl was like, why not? And I'm like, yeah. Do you are you gonna sing the words? Because if you do, we're gonna I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a problem with it. Yeah. And she was just like, ah, like where do you? There's no conversation anymore. But I felt a little like. So I'm sure you put on something that, in another context could be just considered just as offensive. I think it was Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. Awful. <laughs> um, yeah, but it or could have been something, uh, skeet, skeet, you know, it could have been like a really ignorant 
Um, I, I think there's a level of ignorance we accept in society. And yes. there, there's these things we haven't worked through. I Now, having said that, I think correcting anyone in public is insane. And I, I think wouldn't correct. Yeah, that's... Going up... To answer the kid's question, uh, you know, God, is it just, changing with white people? Yeah, because we have corporate considerations. We have social considerations that 10-year-olds don't have. That could... could you could hurt the kid by preventing him from saying faggot as a ten-year-old. <laughs> really? That could hurt his cultural standing. You're you're trying to take him down a notch. Uh, but uh, you're. I also feel bad for the amount of stuff we would say. I feel bad looking back at the kids that were clearly gay in my class and had to live in a world where we were constantly saying faggot. I'm sure it was painful. And I, if I meet one of them, or I would absolutely say like, hey, was that well, how was that? That must have been awful. You know, yeah, but I think there is something that just as human beings, if we look back on our youth, we're just doing shit that we don't stand by now. I don't think that's, I don't think you're going to avoid that ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's just part yes. of binge drink. I mean, there's a ton of stuff you do when you're a kid it. that eating on... your own boogers. Ew. I was ra- Bianca. Can we not I was a booger eater. Ew. I don't. I don't stand. I don't stand by it anymore. You don't do it anymore. I don't. Do you put anymore. the toothbrush up your nose? <laughs> um, all right. I feel like we, we were long, but it was. We had a blast, and uh, keep feeling. Keep we, emailing. We, I love the emails. So how Neil feel at gmail dot com? Always looking for songs. Always looking for segment graphics. Uh, Shout out to Daniel Clearly, Jarvis. Daniel has an addiction that's He's insatiable. He's got a lot happening back there. Yep. He's giving himself a round of applause. <laughs> Indefensible. Oh, Lord. Um, and uh, all right. We'll see you next week. Blessings. Blessings.